Hey everyone, my name is Erin, and this is Leading Like Her, a podcast that takes my experiences and the experiences of other amazing leaders and help us all take our leadership game to the next level. Think of me as your business bestie, guiding us both through the ups and downs of managing people and developing into the strong female leaders I know we can be. You probably know what you should do, but don't always know how to make it happen. I'm here to help us take that next step together. I'm not competing against you. I'm rooting for us. So let's get started. Okay. Today, everyone, we are talking about performance reviews. (laughs) Yay. Um, That is sarcasm. I absolutely hate performance reviews. I hate giving them. I hate getting them. They are just uncomfortable. And, you know, no one likes getting negative feedback. No one likes criticism, quite frankly, even if it's constructive, right? We all have that visceral reaction when we hear something negative about ourselves. And so once a year, every year, I have to write performance reviews for my employees and I get a performance review from my boss and it's very stressful. I want to make sure that the reviews that I'm writing are well thought out and that they're constructive and I can give them in a way that's helpful. And I always hope that I am performing well, right? And that my boss isn't going to have a laundry list of things that I need to work on in order to stay successful in the business. So not my favorite thing, but there's things that I can do or I can share with you to make it a little bit easier. And so this topic actually came from a suggestion off of my Instagram story. So if you aren't following me, my Instagram tag is at leadinglikeerin. E-R-I-N, leading like Erin, all one word. And the podcast has its own Instagram story at leading like her. And I posted on my Instagram story, you know, what kind of content do you guys want? What would be helpful in your current careers to hear any tips and tricks that I or people like me might have? And shout out to Kristen Smith. Kristen is a friend of mine on Instagram she answered the question with dealing with negative feedback from reviews. And so that inspired this episode. So thank you, Kristen. And for anybody else that has a topic on their mind that they want some more clarification on or for me to put out some content on, that is a great way to get a hold of me. So find me on Instagram at leading like Erin and leading like her and let's connect. Let's see if I can help. So digging into getting negative feedback. So when you're sitting in the hot seat with your boss and your boss is giving you hopefully constructive feedback and criticism, how, how should you handle that? And there's a few things. First, is that feedback constructive? Is it, does it have, do they have examples of 
reasons why they're giving you this feedback. Not just, you know, you have a bad attitude. Well, okay, can you give me an example of a time when I showed you I had a bad attitude, right? Um, A good manager should know that they need to have specific examples and moments in time where you're showing that poor performance. So if they don't, that's not constructive feedback. And I would challenge your boss or your manager to provide some of that feedback to you. So that way you have a example in your head of what not to do the next time you're put in that same situation. So is that feedback constructive? Is it given calmly to you? And do they pair it with positive feedback? I mean, the last thing I want to do as a manager is to give an entire performance review of negative feedback. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. You're not doing this properly. I mean, that's just beating the crap out of someone, right? And no one wants that. So if they're giving you that kind of review, I would really look at if you want to work for that person, (laughs) because nobody is doing that bad of a job and is still employed, right? Um, And so make sure that as you're getting a review that there are some positive things that they've highlighted and they've noticed, as well as the feedback and criticism that you're getting as far as how to improve. And also remember not to take it personally. This is something that I've seen a lot where you go and offer someone some advice on how to get better and they take it very, very personally and they get angry and they get defensive and they make excuses or they become a victim and it is not given with that intention. Again, a good manager will look at your performance as objectively as possible and give you feedback to get better, not to attack you, not to criticize you as a human being, but to say, look, if you want to continue to grow, if you want to continue to climb up the professional food chain, these are some things that I think that you could do better or change to make that path either move a little bit faster or be more available to you. So please don't take that review personally to the best of your ability. I still struggle with that. And I think everybody does, because like I said earlier, you're getting negative feedback about yourself. That's not pleasant. That's not fun for anyone, right? So take that as objectively as you can and then take time to process it. Feel your feelings. I My HR manager says this a lot. Take time to feel your feelings. If you are feeling really defensive or upset about it, go ahead and feel defensive and upset about it. Be professional when you're in the review meeting. But if you need to go home and kind of reflect on it and be a little bit angry or be a little bit defensive about it, go home and get that out of your system. You know, call your best friend, call your parent, call someone, you know, bitch about it for five minutes, but then 
think about where they're coming from and try to be as objective as you can. Do, do they have a point? If you sit back and you go, you know what? I really am pretty negative in the mornings. And I probably am bringing other people down, you know, or whatever it is. Really think about what they said and see if there's validity to it. See if you can find the point that they're trying to make and see if there's something you can do better. And if they are valid points and if they are things that you're like, shit, they're right, you know, what are you going to do about it? Really, after a performance review and really after every day that you go to work, you have two choices. You either choose to look for another job and leave or you choose to stay. And if you choose to stay, I hope you would choose to take that feedback and use it to make yourself better. And if that is your intention, I would 100% make sure that you over communicate that to your manager. So if you go home and you feel your feelings and you think about it, and you wake up in the morning and you're like, you know what, they've got a point. I would probably go back into that manager and be like, you know what, I thought about it and I do think you're right. And thank you for that feedback and I will do better. And then come up with a plan. Come up with a plan. If you need any more education or any professional development, anything like that, do that homework and do that research and present it to your boss and see if they can help you with that development. They are responsible for helping to develop you. They are not responsible for your career. That is up to you. They are responsible for helping you grow in your career and give you those opportunities as they present themselves. So make sure that when you go to someone and say, hey, I want this OSHA training, or I want this online course or something like that, and this is what it's going to cost, make sure that you're proposing that cost with its benefit. So if I take this $600 course, I can grow our sales, I don't know, $100,000 or whatever it is, right? Make sure there's a benefit to the business. But make sure that you are staying in that over communication mode So that way, when the next performance review comes, you're not only meeting those expectations, but now you're exceeding those expectations, right? And you get a much more positive review on that particular quality. That's really my advice is make sure that that feedback is constructive, clarify where you need to, you know, can you give me an example? Can you show me what you mean? Make sure you don't take it personally. It's not meant to be a personal attack. Feel your feelings, but don't stay there. Feel your feelings for 10 minutes to 24 hours, but don't stay there past 24 hours. And then try to be objective about it. You know, do they have a point? Does your boss have a point? And then decide what you're going to do about it. Is it something that you don't think is valid and you think that it's going to hold you back where you are? Maybe it's time to leave. But if it is valid 
and it is something you have to work on and you choose to stay, figure out what you're going to do to improve upon it. Because we can all get better. We can all read books, take courses, learn from each other every single day. So there's a lot of resources out there for all of us to gain the skills that we need to to continue to grow in our careers. It's just up to us to find that. And the benefit of the performance review is to show you where the gaps are in your skill set. So that way you have the awareness to fill those in and make yourself a better leader and a better person. So while I absolutely hate the process of reviews, I 100% understand the benefit, which is why I grumble so much about it. (laughs) Because, you know, it's a lot of time and a good review takes a lot of time and energy to write and also to give. But there's so much benefit to sitting down with someone and having that constructive conversation once or twice a year to make sure that everybody's on the same page. So that's really my feedback for getting a review. Now, giving a performance review is a monster in and of itself because you want to make sure that that review is constructive, it's clear, that it is given with the right intention and the right goals in mind. So when you're writing the review, make sure that the positive feedback comes first and that there is at least three to four pieces of positive feedback throughout the review. Um, Because again, if you're going to just eviscerate someone and you don't think that there's really anything positive to say about them, my challenge to you is why are they still working for you? Um, Because they can't be happy and you're certainly not happy. And so that's a really tough discussion I think you need to have with yourself, with the employee and with HR as far as how to get on that same page or if it's time for you guys to part ways. So, but if there is really good things about this person, make sure to highlight those. And again, be specific. Show examples of times that they were really helpful or had great project management skills. That's going to really boost them up. And it will also make them more open to accepting that constructive criticism. And it sure better be constructive. And again, specific and timely. If they were having issues three or four months ago, then you should be telling them about those issues at that time. It can be included in the review, especially if it's an annual review, but no one should be surprised by any of the feedback in an annual review. And if they are surprised, or if there's a reason you haven't given that feedback, then I would make sure they understand that and explain that to them at the time of the review. So that way, again, you limit the amount of hurt feelings and feeling being of being very personally attacked during that time, because that person is so vulnerable at that moment. And their shields are already raised 
knowing that there's going to be kind of some difficult conversations that they'll be having. So try to ease that tension or ease that um, stress as much as you can. And also be prepared for their reaction. If you are giving some negative feedback, they could get angry or they could get upset. And that is okay. Again, they are allowed to feel those feelings and feel that reaction. If it starts to escalate, then it's 100% okay to stop the conversation and reschedule. You know, look, I understand this may be difficult for you to hear. I want to continue this conversation, but I think maybe we need to take a breather or a break. That is 100% probably the right answer if someone really is getting upset. Do not escalate. If they are arguing with you, if they are making excuses or having a really hard time processing the information, it is so important for a leader to make sure they're not escalating a situation. The purpose of a leader is to de-escalate a situation and stay calm and stay as rational as possible and break off the conversation if necessary when things are starting to turn a little bit loud or a little bit too upset. So that's some advice for writing the review. Make sure you're putting enough time and energy into a review to make it high quality. This is not something that you should rush because this is someone's livelihood. This is someone's career. And if you're in a leadership position, you should care a whole heck of a lot about your employees and want them to be successful and want them to grow and be promoted. And it is our responsibility to make sure that those individuals are given that opportunity. So take that very seriously because you never know when they're going to have an opportunity for you in the future, right? The world is very small and it's getting smaller. And so even people that work for you right now may be someone that either you work for or is a great connection in the future, right? So make sure that these crucial conversations that you're having right now are constructive, they're not personal, they're specific, and they're a mix of positive and constructive feedback. That's the advice there. So it is closer to the end of the year. I know a lot of people are doing performance reviews and merit increases right now, and I hope that this was beneficial. I hope that everybody got a little piece out of it and that we can all go into these somewhat uncomfortable conversations a little bit easier. Again, I'm an introvert. I take my energy from when I'm being alone. And so the days that I'm doing performance reviews are some of the hardest days of the year for me. Just being around people, talking all day, having these types of conversations. I come home and those are the days that I just face plant on my bed and just shut out the world for a while. And so I would love to know how you guys handle performance reviews, both giving and getting performance reviews. If you guys have any great stories or not so great stories, comment on my Instagram post that I'll be posting about this episode and let me hear it. 
Is there something that I missed? Is there another piece of advice for performance reviews that you have gotten that is better than something that I've said? I'd love to know. And are there any resources out there? Are there any books that you really enjoy? I love Crucial Conversations. There's a book out there. It's called Crucial Conversations. And I can't remember the author. I will look it up in my on Amazon and I'll put it in the show notes. But Crucial Conversations has been a lifesaver for me. Let me know what you guys think. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to Leading Like Her. If you liked this episode, leave me a review on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Or better yet, share this podcast with another amazing woman in your life and tag me in an Instagram story or drop a DM to at Leading Like Her so I can personally thank you or ask any questions you may have had on today's content. Remember, you've got this girl. I'll talk to you soon.